What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? What's up, Shamari? Uh, We've had a long, long, long wait for what was Mm -hmm. a very interesting week and weekend, particularly in the Star Wars uh, universe. Uh, We've waited years, honestly, for this weekend, whether it be uh, the debut of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+, Plus, something we've waited years for, whether it be Star Wars Celebration, which we haven't had in years. Um, This is a weekend, this is a weekend that's that's been years in the making, and um, in many ways, it it lived up to a lot of the hype. Some in some respects, some people were a little disappointed on certain things. We'll get to some of that, but uh, certainly gave us a lot to talk about. So that's the most exciting point, the most exciting part. So I'm excited to uh, to chop it up this week. Yes, quite a lot to talk about. Um, of course, a lot coming out of Celebration. And, of course, there's Obi-Wan Kenobi um, as well. So that'll be, we'll be talking about that. Fortunately, Zach couldn't come on uh, the show. I may have mentioned that he would be back <laughs> In our last show, but, uh, you know, scheduling and, and various things and things come up and he wasn't able to make it, but we'll have him back on um, uh, at some point as well. So you guys, you guys will, will get used to him as well, um, you know, popping in every now and then as well. Um, so I feel like a good place to start will be Obi-Wan. Um, so Obi-Wan premiered, did, did premiere um you know this past uh weekend and premiered with two uh debut episodes so we got two episodes of obi-wan um and uh so it came out with a lot of fanfare they did show it at celebration so people at celebration got to see it first um so they got that they got that premiere experience as well you mcgregor hayden christensen uh moses ingram um, you know, all the stars were at Celebration, uh, Deborah Chow, etc. Um, so I want us to start off talking about Obi-Wan. So Obi-Wan, um, so just kind of general, general, very general thoughts. I very much enjoyed Obi-Wan. I thought it was great. Um, you know, I, I, I have very, 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 very few negative things to say about Obi-Wan. I very much enjoyed both episodes. Um, the second one more so just because, you know, of course, I'm the action guy. I want more action. But but the first was very good, too. So it it's so many positives. Ewan McGregor hopped right back in the saddle, you know, of Obi-Wan Kenobi playing the character like he never left. He is Obi-Wan. He's just, you know, he's just he's Obi-Wan. So him playing Obi-Wan Kenobi just it just fit perfectly. Um Moses Ingram was great as uh, Reva, the third sister. Um, so, you know, she's a very, very much appreciated member of the new member of the cast. Um, of course, you have um, uh, Rupert, Rupert Friend as a Grand Inquisitor. And, um, you know, he was a very pleasant surprise for me as well. He, he was a very good character. Um you know, so you'll hear me praising him. So a lot of overall, a lot of very good, posi- very, very, um, very positive things. 
But Kendall, what were your general, more general thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi? What was your reaction to it? Man, I mean, I was, I was a huge fan. I mean, you know, Obi-Wan is a character. We had, I mean, obviously we all had high expectations for this series. Unless you were just, unless you're just one of these, someone who's just a, a, a pure, you know, cynic about Lucasfilm and Disney at this point, then you probably had high expectations for the series. So, um, it came with a lot of expectations. It came with a little bit of pressure as well. Um, but I mean, you and McGregor, like you said, didn't, didn't miss a beat, uh, on the character. He felt like, I felt like I was picked up right where Revenge of the Sith left, uh, left off. Um, you know, I mean, that's a movie and, you know, Revenge of the Sith particularly, but just the prequels in general, I've seen, um, you know, if we're talking just Revenge of the Sith, I've seen that movie dozens of times. So, <laughs> right. um, on, in different parts. So like, I've seen his character, you know, I've seen him play that character so many times and it feels, it felt no different. There were tweaks to the character that made sense given where his character was left off. Um, and I think that for the people that didn't enjoy, didn't enjoy it as much as I did, I feel like that's been the biggest complaint. We'll get to that is, you know, beyond maybe some people not liking certain characters was, people having issues with canon, you know, and how, how does this fit in the, the larger, you know, Star Wars universe. So that'll be something, that'll be a conversation to have. But generally speaking, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, man. I, I mean, it's different than the Mandalorian. Uh, but that's, in my opinion, that's great. Not to say that the Mandalorian isn't great in its own right, but, you know, coming off Book of Boba Fett, that show was very much like Mandalorian. Um, and right. you felt like, you got it because it was just, you know, Din Djarin was in it and made by the same people and Boba Fett was introduced in the Mandalorian. So it made sense why that show was like Mandalorian, but there's no reason why Obi-Wan Kenobi should be like the Mandalorian. So it's good that it's different and it creates that precedent that now a show like Andor, when that comes out, doesn't have to be like Mandalorian. It doesn't have to be like Obi-Wan. So each of these shows can have a different feel to it. And that, it's a little bit of the positive side of not having John Favreau, you know, making this so that it doesn't feel too much like all the same. So, yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And if, even if you're not a fan of The Mandalorian, I feel you can like this more than that because um, it's vastly different. Yeah, exactly. And, and I wouldn't even I wouldn't want this to be The Mandalorian. I'm very glad this is not The Mandalorian. Um and of course, like you said, not that the Mandalorian was bad or there's anything wrong with the Mandalorian. Um, but this is just going to be a very different experience um, because it's a different show, you know. So you're expecting to see lightsabers and force powers and and talk of the Jedi and the Sith and the light and the dark and, you know, Darth Vader ap appearances. And this is just going to be a very, very different show. This is, quite frankly, more, the more of the show that I'll be interested in. Then something like the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. I'm more of the kind of force. I like I like those that that's my my favorite part of the kind of Star Wars, you know, universe mythos is um, you know all the things surrounding the force and all that. So this is definitely much more my wheelhouse, and you know it's just it's being done so far. It's being done very well. I did give Deborah Chow a lot of credit. Um, you know, so far it's being done, uh, you know, expertly in my opinion. Um, 
Now some surprises, some big surprises in this uh, in this kind of two part premiere. So uh, you know, Jimmy Smith's made makes a lots of appearances, uh, and as well as um, uh, I apologize, I forget the actress's name. I'll, I'll look that up in a second. But Bria Organa as well, um, and you know, Leia Organa. Surprise, surprise, Leia Organa makes several appearances, a central part of the show as a whole so far. Very surprising. I did not see this coming. I thought, to me, it was a welcome surprise. I thought it was really cool. I thought Leia was characterized very well. I thought the story so far has been good, very believable. It gives you that connection between Leia and Obi-Wan because we know in A New Hope there is a connection because she's calling the Obi-Wan. So we know there is a connection somehow. And here you see that how that connection is. And it's a very personal connection um, that's already established. So it's 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 really, really, it's just very cool. And the, the actress, I forget her, I don't have her name actually. I never looked it up. But the young actress that's playing Leia is doing a very good job as well. And it's just, it's been done very, very well um so far but kind of what what are your thoughts on those kind of surprises as well man i mean i mean i i told you this after we watched it that mm-hmm. you know i i'm kind of upset that i didn't see this exact storyline coming yes. you know it seems very easy it's easy to make easy very cut and dry um that oh mm-hmm. the reason Obi Wan goes off world is because Leia gets kidnapped and right you know then right. he you know and that because well, that's the big question people always have why would Obi Wan leave Tatooine yes what what's going to be so important that he's going to want to leave and that they end right there you know um you know I I mean I enjoyed I enjoyed it from a Star Wars standpoint of I'm a fan of the Princess Leia character you know it keeps me engaged I'm sure it keeps I'm sure kept casual fans engaged because you know sometimes you, you throw in these these random characters and you're like why do, why i don't care about this person so you know but if it's princess leia at stakes you understand the context you understand the gravity of the situation so that makes i think that i think i thought that was a smart decision um you know look i mean i thought the actress did a good job i think she was she was told to be a certain way um, was that way annoying? In my mind, it was, but I, I can't blame, can't fault the actress. I can't even fault. I mean, look, the, Deborah Chow, they they wanted it to be a certain way. Um, it came off a little annoying, but that's that was the, that was the goal. I think you know, in some respects, was you know, to have a little bit of a, a feistiness to the character. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they were in a lot of ways. You know, they threw in a lot of stuff that I liked that connected to the to the Leia character that we know. Um, you know, she was very respectful of droids. You know, uh, you know, she kept she kept asking about the military. Why can't we get the the army involved? The military involved? You know, um, and and how she didn't really want to be a senator. Like they threw in these little things that 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 were these Easter eggs that sort of uh, you know made it feel more like the Leia that we know um as opposed to just some some random you know character that's 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 being kidnapped so that would i thought i mean i thought it was i thought it was a good storyline again i i enjoyed it i think the big drawback for people two things either again if you felt 
the Leia character was just annoying, and you were like, I'm rooting against her at this point, you know, because <laughs> just driving me crazy. Or the people, there's the people that felt that Leia's introduction and, and, and being so heavily involved stepped on New Hope, stepped on the relationship between her and Obi-Wan, or lack thereof, really, uh, in A New Hope and made it something completely different than what it was characterized as. I mean, there's a lot of wiggle room. I wouldn't say there's a lot of wiggle room, but there is some wiggle room that's left in in that movie, obviously, because George Lucas didn't know where he was going with a lot of this stuff. A lot of it he just left he left pretty vague. Um, so when she she's you know sends the message, Obi Wan, you know you worked with my father, you fought with my father, for, fought for my father during the Clone Wars or whatever, and you know you're my only hope. This and that. People are wondering why didn't you just. <laughs> Why didn't you just refer back to uh, that time that he saved your life? Now, the question is, does she know that Obi-Wan Kenobi is Ben? You know, does she make that connection? Does he look, does he look vastly, mm-hmm. it makes a different actor, obviously. He does look vastly different. But is he, does he now look totally different so she does she wouldn't recognize him? Is she young enough to where she was like, maybe she doesn't totally remember everything that, this is a pretty drastic situation, so you feel like she would remember that. But, um... You know, there's and Obi Wan, Ben, then some people will say, well, at the end, Moses Ingram's character Reva, you know, she yells Obi Wan, you know, <laughs> and Leia's there, so you feel like, did she, mm-hmm. does she really? So again, there's these there's these things where you know, isn't a plot hole. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of plot holes in Star Wars that you could probably pick at. I I, I mean, I I mentioned it to you, Shamari, well, after we watched it. You know, this thing's supposed to take like ten years after Revenge of the Sith, and you and McGregor look the exact same. That's what. I, yeah, I was gonna point to that too. I mean, I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, you can. I, mean, I feel like you can point at specific lines and, and things that were may have been said in a new hole. I, I like this connection personally. I think it kind of helps. I think it helps actually a new hope more than it hurts a new hope. Um. You know, like that's that's just how I personally feel. And yeah, she may still call back to to Obi Wan in the Clone Wars because I'm sure Gail probably tells her, "Yeah, this Obi Wan guy helped me during the Clone Wars." Yeah, like that could you be know? in theory more important than you're the guy that saved me. Yeah, I mean, in theory, it could be like, "Oh no, he's actually like he's he's a general or he was a general," <laughs> right. um, you know, that fought for the for the galaxy, you know, and um, you know, and it would explain why she. Now, again, there's a lot of gray area, and does she remember? We don't know. Like, does she remember him or does she not? I don't know. But if she does, then it would explain why she felt like he could get the job done. Yeah. Beyond, you know, oh, like, my father knew you. Like, now it's, like, very spelled out. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I did enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, I th- I mean, I don't know. Overall, I, th- I enjoyed the Leia character. Um... I didn't find her annoying. I was seeing some of that online as well. I mean, to me, she was acting like a kid. I mean, some kids are annoying. You know, some kids some kids are annoying. Yeah. They ask a lot of questions. You're like, you know, what, shut up. you know, it's just. I mean, it, I'm just saying that's that's you know, and she and that's also how Leia is. I feel like yes. even in in the in this trilogy, that's how she is. 
Yeah, she you could know? be a little. She, I mean, she could be a little annoying in general. She, like, she, that's, yeah, she's busting, you know, Luke and Han throughout the, the entire original trilogy. Yeah, you know that that's what that's who she is. <laughs> you right. know, so I'm like, I can see her being that even more so as a child. So I didn't have any issue with it, and I thought it accentuated. And even Obi Wan talks about you remind me of someone. It accentuated some of Padme's characteristics. Yeah, as well. Um. I didn't have an issue with it whatsoever, and it's a child. Some kids are, now, are just I, some look, kids. Wars. If you don't, if you're not hanging out with kids, you know, I, uh, you know, unfortunately, I've had various in situations in which I've had to interact with kids for long <laughs> periods of time. They can be very annoying. It just, it just, you know, it just is what it is. They ask a lot of questions that you may not want them to ask. It just it is what it is. So I, I didn't have an issue with her at all. I thought she did a good job. You know, I thought I did think she was endearing. When she was running, not my only the one thing was when she was running away from Obi Wan. I'm like, all right, I hope this doesn't last. That was annoying. Man. I hope. Like, I, hope I was, this, like, I was really just thinking, I hope this out. isn't something that lasts more than like an episode, where she's talking about how much she hates Obi Wan. I'd be like, all right, right, you know. But it didn't last that long. Yeah, you know, she Obi Wan saves her, he helps her, and she trusts him. All right, cool, we moving on. Uh, another thing I'll mention is I think this storyline is going to end next mm-hmm. episode with. Life. I think it's over now. Like, I, yeah, I think it's over. Like, they'll wrap it up. They can't They can't yeah. be where they're at now. But I, I think, like, first 10, 15 minutes tops. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think, I think think he's going to drop her off. And they'll, they'll you know, you know tie neat bow over yeah. the storyline. And then they'll move on to Vader. Because I don't think Leia's going to be involved That's with the question. Vader. And all that stuff also. Where do they go? Like, and they, I mean, maybe there's no way of knowing. But that's what's strange. If you feel like... They brought well, I mean, Obi Wan out. Well, I mean, they all know about Obi Wan now. Well, who knows? So, about so I think now that now Obi Wan's just trying to hide. That that's that that's my prediction. Right. They know he's out there. They know he's out there. They put his his face all over the you know the things and um you know they all know he's out does there. He, Vader he, knows he's he out there. Him, oh, I can't go back to Tatooine. The block is too hot. For lack of a better term, for lack of a right. better term, and, you know, the, the, you know, there's a lot of people watching right now. Maybe I can't right. that just decide I'm going to go back to Tatooine, put Luke in danger, you know. Yeah. And the, we don't obviously know. the the Inquisitors have been on Tatooine quite a few times now. Right, exactly, and we don't Maybe. know where he's going to go because because yeah. all the scenes in the trailer are pretty much expended, or yeah. most of them. I mean, I think all of them involving Obi Wan. Um, uh, is there? I mean, look. I, there's a very low percentage chance, but I'm like, is there a chance he decides maybe I maybe I head to Dagobah, go talk to Yoda for a second. Uh, that'd be interesting. Um, I don't. Does he even know Yoda's on Dagobah? I don't know. But does he know? Yeah, I don't know. And that, that know, explain? And then and then you're opening up the Pandora's box of what does this Yoda look like? Right? Is he puppet Yoda? Is he CGI Yoda? And then you're yeah. gonna upset half the fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they may not even want to go down that. <laughs> it's that, like, that. why are you even doing this? Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That'd be kind of weird. But um, so what? Do, what do we make of? Yeah. Of the Riva character, what's her deal? Because yeah, you know, not necessarily even you know. Obviously, look, there's there's, there's people that oh, I don't I don't like her character, or whatever. But just in terms of from a story perspective, like what what's her why, why is she important? Because it feels like there's something with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they, they've, they're they doing the thing where they, you know, like the Inquisitors clearly 
have a gripe with her. That they feel she's overly ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, she's from the gutter. It's what they said, essentially. Right. You know, what is it about her that's different than the other Inquisitors? And how does she know that Darth Vader's Anakin Skywalker? Yeah, so there are there are a few things. So first of all, shout out to Moses Ingram for doing a great job. And there's a lot of racists out there um, harassing her. Apparently, she made that very. She was very vocal about that on social media uh, yeah. just just yesterday. Apparently, um, so yeah, shout out to her for for doing a great job and uh, you know pointing that out. I'm sure Finn had to deal with a lot of that. I'm sure Samuel L probably also had to deal with a lot of that. Yeah, I guess yeah. you know since, we know, since I mean, all the racist we know right here. Dran had to deal with a lot of that. It's yeah, you know, the, you know, you know, it's starting to become a par for the course, honestly. It's starting to you know, par for the course for Boyega. Hopefully, Boyega reaches out. Yeah. You know, um, hopefully they all reach out. You know, hopefully the whole everyone Ridley. Hopefully they all reach out. That's my hope is that they all reach out. They all say, no, 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 it's not just, oh, okay, you yeah, hate this one and then like this one. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, so hopefully they all reach out. Hamill, all of them reach out and show their support because we don't want none of that, um, you know, involved in it and all the, the fandom and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, it, it, when it comes to the Reva character, there are a ton of questions, um, you know, and we're going to get to her killing the Grand Inquisitor and just, or quote unquote, killing the Grand Inquisitor in just a second, because I want to talk about that also. But in terms of just the Reva, Reva as a character, her backstory seems to be very intimately connected with Obi Wan. She's like obsessed with Obi Wan. Right? Yes, yeah, it's, it's got to be. She's like obsessed with Obi Wan for some reason. We don't know why. Um, I think that's going to tie into her knowing about Anakin as well. I feel like she's connected to both of them. Something, maybe something from the Clone Wars. I think there may be some kind of. I think we might get some kind of flashback. Something, you know. So, have you heard the theory that she's the girl in the beginning, in the first uh, flashback at the Jedi? Uh, which girl? I, I know. I mean, I know there were a bunch of Padawans. So that just like yeah, she's one of them. A bunch of Padawans, and the theory is that she was one of them that they highlighted. She was like one of the first ones that they show. And that that was her okay. as a kid. Now, look, again, I'm going to be the guy that's like, how old is she? Because, I mean, the actress, Moses Ingram, is 29. Doesn't mean that the character is 29, but I'm just saying that's the, that's the age of the actress. And that was only 10 years ago. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't 19. I can tell you that much. So I'm surprised. I'm surprised Vader's... Uh... That's my thing is I'm shocked Vader is like letting her just rot, like knowing that he's Anakin. That's, well, that's probably the, the only thing that has me just a tad bit concerned because I'm like it's Vader ca- has been. That's been. I mean, from what I from what I know, like he takes people out that anybody that knows he's exactly. He takes. He's them been out. doing that through various mediums for a while now. In in and like in even canon. like like Tarkin, I think the only people that really know are like Tarkin and and like Thrawn, and they kind of had to like surmise it. You know, yeah. Anyone that's like new, like when, um, you know, whenever people, anyone that knew that he was Anakin, he would just kill him. He would just kill him, whether they were yeah. friend or foe. You know who I am. That's a problem, and he's just gonna take him out. So I don't know if he's just cool or just knowing who he is. 
Yeah. And, and maybe shouting he it. doesn't know that he knows that. Saying it in some random warehouse where you don't know who else is there. Yeah. You know, you don't know who has some kind of device could be listening. Like, he'd probably kill her on the spot. I would I would think if he heard her saying something like that, just outside, you know. I mean, or, we know she's pretty bold, so maybe yeah, worried about that. Yeah, right exactly. So, I don't know. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see where that goes. That's, but yeah, I agree. That is pretty strange, but it's very interesting. I'm very interested to see. I don't know if she would be like a Jedi because they said she was like a. She was I know, like. A, I saw they said someone she was like say. A, yeah, I saw someone had the theory. Is there a, is there a chance that because they did show in the previously on Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, that uh, you know, they they showed Yoda making the point that like. You can't like you can't have two apprentices, you know, like Qui Gon saying, you know, I can't take on two apprentices, you know, so Obi Wan. Now they could have just showed that just to show Anakin's, you know, Anakin becoming Obi Wan's Padawan. But some have said maybe they were showing that to show that like maybe Obi Wan's gonna take on a second Padawan that may have been maybe maybe it was supposed to be her. Like when mm. when when uh, Anakin quote unquote graduated, right? And that that fell through because of Order sixty six. I that's just uh, that's just a theory that's out there, but um, it, yeah. it does feel like you know. Now I've also heard some people say maybe she's not a former Jedi. You know, like maybe all the I'm, other Inquisitors are. Maybe she's yeah, not. Maybe that's yeah. I'm wondering about that too because they keep saying she came from trash. I'm like, I mean, all the the Jedi. I mean, they're. It seems like they're kind of not even really supposed to know where they came. They come from, you know. Yeah, they're all from very different backgrounds. It's not but, really, you know. A lot of them are, you know, just kind of picked up from wherever the heck they came from, and then they grow yeah. up in the temple. That's like how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So they're saying she came from trash. Like, was she not from the temple? Is that trash? What are you talking yeah. about? What are we like, talking? Aren't about? we all former Jedi? <laughs> you know, like, like what's going on? So I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. If she was like, you know. Um, I mean, if she was like uh, like different, if she was like Anakin, where she taken really really late, you know, they got her as like a preteen or something, and we're training. So I don't know. So, but that'll be that will be very very interesting. Um, that would be very interesting to see. Um, now I want us to talk about her, you know, quote unquote killing the Grand Inquisitor. Um, now I liked. I liked Rupert French's performance. I thought he did a very good job. I was very impressed. I was fully ready to come on here and say that I was incorrect and wrong to, to be very concerned. Um, some people still have an issue with it, by the way. Some people are still like, oh, he just looks weird. I just can't. And look, it is what it is. Yeah, he, does he look weird? I mean, probably. Yeah, yeah, weird, he does look weird. A lot of Star Wars characters look weird. But yeah, yes. yeah exactly. There but you. yes, he does look weird. You know, but, but it's... Have you ever he, seen Admiral Akbar? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, but... Yes, it's very weird. He doesn't look like the other, you know, Powins that show up in Star Wars. There's another one that's going to be in Jedi Survivor, by the way. So they're they're just throwing them all out there. But no, he looks different. <laughs> you know, he actually he looks very different. But so, yeah, he does look kind of odd. But um, his acting did a good job. He just as an actor, he did a good job as a Grand Inquisitor. I thought he did a good job. He looked good with the cape. Looked cool. I don't know. You know, it, 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 it worked for me. It was good enough for me. I thought it was cool. I thought he did a good job. Um, 
Now, where I have an issue is where Riva is just stabbing him in the gut. He doesn't seem to really... Uh, there's no fight put up. There's no guard put up. Um, you know, just caught off guard by someone who I guess is supposed to be his subordinate. You know, just boom, just stabs him in the gut. And it's just, you know, that's it. And he just slumps to the ground. And that's it. So I'm like, okay, so so what are we doing with him? We know the Grand Inquisitor is alive in Rebels. This is he's before the, he's, Rebels. He's the big bad of the first season of Rebels. He's the big bad of the first season of Rebels. I mean, we were pretty much told this is the same guy. We're we're yeah, we basically we were told this is the same guy. He he basically said, No, I didn't watch any Rebels to be he, he wasn't saying, Oh no, this is someone different. Yeah, he's like, I don't who, who what? That's we're not talking about oh, that. No, 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 that's no. not even my character. Yeah, he he's not confirming any of that. This is supposed to be the same guy. Unless they're pulling a Marvel like a Kevin Feige, they're just playing games with us. But this is supposed to be the same guy. As far as what we know, I, I've never seen Star Wars do that. So this is the same guy. So, you know, so they, they kill him. Or, or quote-unquote kill him. And so I'm like... Eyes so were, His eyes were, were, were wide open. Yeah. You know, I, I've seen that scene a couple of times just to make sure. I'm like, yeah, she runs him right through. Right through the gut. Now, we've seen some Star Wars characters survive some kooky injuries. We've seen Maul, of course. We've seen Vader. You know, we've seen people survive some very vicious injuries in Star Wars. But, you know, this was, uh, you know, first of all, this guy is not Maul or Vader. I mean, unless they want, I guess maybe they want to turn him into that. But, I mean, he dies. He for sure, in season one of Rebels, he dies. Yeah. To Kanan, who's which that's already for me that was already a, an issue, in terms of him being some kind of big bad because Kanan was just a Padawan basically, barely even a Jedi Knight, didn't really get any further training, uh, since he he since Order sixty six, so is there you know, a but, chance he was cloned? I haven't heard people throw that out there yet, but that's that's, ah, uh, I mean maybe part of me is like. I mean, if he's getting killed up. like that, why even clone him? I mean, I don't, I don't be that person. It's like I'm just like, all right, you're cloning this guy. I mean, you're cloning him. Why aren't you cloning Reva? Why aren't you cloning all of them? And where are they? Are there any other clones out there? Is, it, or is now we just having other cloned Inquisitors? I mean, if that's what they're doing, that's fine. Um, and even if that is the case, it still it still doesn't really. It's just do you just die just like that? Boba Fett's another one, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Survived. Mark yeah, Boba Fett's another one. Yeah, survived some pretty, uh, you know, some some pretty gruesome uh, things. Um, and he's not even force sensitive. You throw him in a back to tank, and he's and he's cool. <laughs> Yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Right, to I'm, make not I'm not even going down that route. But um, but yeah, you know. So I, I had an issue with that. Kind of, what were your thoughts on Riva stabbing? And maybe killing, maybe not the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm actually gonna say in my head, maybe that one is a clone. I just feel like that's the yeah, only okay. thing that makes any sense that is has been somewhat introduced as a concept in Star Wars. So that's uh, true. until they until they say it's not, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with them. It's probably a clone theory, but um. But yeah, if we're taking this at face value, then I don't know, man. I mean, it it doesn't make much sense. I don't know if it was necessary. 
It really you know, is. sometimes you have these obstacles where you say to yourself, we didn't have much of a choice. Either we had to kill off this one or, like, the show wasn't going to work. But, and I don't know. You know, I have to see the whole thing play out before I can say that for a fact. But I just feel like there's a way you can get to where you needed to get to with this show without having to kill off the Grand Inquisitor. You know? Right. Maybe not. I mean, we'll see. You know, I mean, it's a pretty big move. So clearly, they, there's going to be a power shift because of it. But my thing is, why even use the Grand Inquisitor? That was going to be my question. You know, I, like, I didn't even need him in this show. If that's the case, like, he's only in two episodes. He's only in two episodes. Not much of a role. It's just an Easter egg at that point. He doesn't need to be in those episodes. I don't need him to legitimize Reva. I I don't need him to legitimize Reva. She's intimidating enough. Yeah. I didn't need him in the show. If this is all we're gonna see, or they're gonna, or at the end they're just gonna show a vat of with like another Grand Inquisitor, you know. And I guess that's gonna be the one we see in Rebels or something like that. I didn't need it. Uh, you know, I would just be like, I didn't need it. So I don't love that. I thought the scene was kind of strange. Um, that, well, actually, that's that scene itself was really cool, actually. Um, you and finding out that Anakin's alive and all that. that I thought that was a cool scene. Oh, that was a, that was an excellent scene. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Um, but that kind of, I was like, wait, what? You know, and it's, it's like, oh, and then he, he just slumps down and he's dead. And it's like, oh, boy. All right. You know, so I don't know. So I guess we'll see, um, you know, we'll see where that goes. But a lot of really good things introduced in these two episodes. Got a lot of Leia, huge surprise. Leia, Alderaan, Jimmy Smith, Bria Organa, a lot of, um, you know, Obi-Wan on Tatooine, especially that first episode, seeing him dejected, pushing everyone away. I was so glad to see Tatooine again, man. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't seen enough now. Um, but yeah, we, we Obi Wan on Tatooine. You know, we see him pushing away that other Jedi guy in the beginning. You know, R.I.P. to that guy. Um, you know, whoever that yeah. person was. Um, <laughs> so you know, so yeah, we see we, we see some pretty crazy stuff uh, in these first two episodes. Um, you know, I can go ahead and give a grade. I, I give this, I give these two episodes I, out of 10, I give it a 9 out of 10. I thought the, just both of them, honestly. I just, both of them individually and collectively. I give it a 9 out of 10. I was very satisfied uh, with both of these two episodes. You know, the only thing I had an issue with really was that Grand Inquisitor uh, killing. The head character itself, himself, was good. I enjoyed the character until they killed him or, or stabbed him. You know, whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever their thing is, I can't see them create doing something with that that I will enjoy unless he does a maul and crawls himself back to like kill Reva or shame Reva or do something along those lines. That's really the only thing that would legitim re-legitimize him as a character. I, I don't think I'll be crazy about cloning him. I don't think I'd be crazy about, about, um, them dragging him back to throw him in the back to tank and you gotta heal you know then he can't and then i'm like he's not legitimate he's not really a grand inquisitor and i wouldn't be great with with them killing him because that doesn't make any sense so then they're rewriting canon and rebels season one is like not canon or something or they're just say oh actually he's a clone or i don't know some kind of bs it would just be weird so um i didn't like that but everything else i very much enjoyed 
I think we're going to see Vader in the next episode. That's my bold prediction. Yes. Is that we're going to see Vader. Not like an arm, not a chest plate. I think we will see Vader in the next episode. Um, so that's my I bold prediction. Um, but Kenna, what what did you think of these of these two episodes? And do you have any 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 bold predictions? Um. Well, I also want to give a shout out to Tamora Morrison. Yes. Cameo. Uh, that was cool. Yeah, very cool. Some people are like Rex. I don't think that that's was not Rex. Rex. That better not be Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Rex, man. We're gonna see Rex in Ahsoka. Crazy. This is not Rex. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, it look, it's nine years. A lot can happen, man. But I don't know. Like bad batch, he looks nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, um, come on. This this is not Rex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if we saw Rex, it'd be a lot more. It'd be a much bigger deal. Wouldn't Rex recognize Obi Wan? Maybe huh? not. But um, um, well, yeah, probably. I probably would honestly. But you know. yeah, that's what you would think, right? He'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, "It's me." <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I look. I mean, in terms of bold predictions, uh, I feel like I agree. We're gonna see Vader. I think we'll see. I think we'll see new flashbacks of things we haven't seen yet, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not in the next episode, but I think going forward, we. I, I'm pretty confident we're gonna get Qui Gon because they they threw that apple at us. He you was know, in they, the the, they, the, they the carrot. You know that. Yeah. You know, where he says to himself, where he, he tries to speak to him and he can't do it. But once that connection to the Force is is, is strong again, I think he'll be able to do it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I just think about themes and I'm like, you know, there's got to be, again, like Obi-Wan's connection to the Force is going to be a big theme, which is why eventually he'll be able to get to, to Qui-Gon. But like, there's got to be other things that that are accomplished for Obi Wan. Other, you know. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I feel like I I feel like there's gonna be some good stuff with Anakin, man. I, I you know, we don't see it yet, but similar to you know that scene at the end of Clone Wars with Darth Vader, like I think we get moments like that where he sort of taps into being Anakin Skywalker, which would be cool. Yes. Yeah, so I think I think we may get some more flashbacks, um, as well. Um, but yeah, I am very, very, very excited uh, for this next episode, which we're actually I also, getting. Oh yes, I was just gonna say I, I also do think we will see a young version of Ahsoka. That's my that's my bold prediction. Ah, that's a very bold prediction. Yeah, very bold prediction indeed. They're not uh, afraid to do that clearly, uh, despite. Kathleen Kennedy not wanting to recast. <laughs> <laughs> They're not afraid to use young actors to portray these people. So yeah, and she did confirm as well that she's waiting on Donald Glover for Lando apparently. So um, I don't know. She says one thing and says another thing. It seems to contradict that other thing she said. So I don't know what's going on. But um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens with Ahsoka. That's a very interesting prediction. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really know how, how I feel about that. that. I mean, that could be interesting. I got to see what it is, whatever the flashback is. But that could be cool. Um, but all right. So I want us to get into Celebration. 
um, Star Wars Celebration. And Kendall, I may need your help as well. There's so many different things. So many different things um, that were announced. You want to yeah. go uh, chronologically? Um, no, because I don't even I don't even remember the order. Or I mean, if you wanted, but I don't remember the order. I just know everything that was announced. Um, so of course you start out. We have Andor, right? Yes. Um, we got the Andor trailer. We can give our thoughts on that because that's probably that may be the biggest thing, honestly. Um, in terms of actual content that dropped during celebration um and i saw the trailer like 50 million times because they kept showing it during the stream whenever they went to their commercial breaks you know so i got to see plenty of the trailer um it's a very cool trailer i i am very much looking forward to andor i was already looking forward to andor now i'm really looking forward to andor i'm getting heavy rebels energy um um which makes sense because i believe tony gilroy's behind this as well which he worked on uh, rogue one as well but but this is this is um you know i think i think this is going to be one of the better one of the better shows as well and i think really quite frankly i'm i'm thinking that anyone that enjoyed rogue one is going to enjoy this as well that's just my feeling um that's the sense that i get from it we got a lot of different interesting shots of different places and scenes so it looks like you'll get plenty of different terrains and different areas. Um, looks like a lot of areas we haven't seen. We know Mon Mothma is coming back as well, so that was a pleasant surprise. Oh, well, not not really much of a surprise for me, but a surprise for plenty of people. Um, you know, so, um, you know, a lot of Imperials. Imperials sitting around, you know, having their, you know, semicircle meetings and all that. Um, and... Uh, a lot of stormtroopers, different kinds of troopers that, you know, people just kind of almost like guardsmen. Um, I don't really know what, what, if they are Imperials or not, but, uh, you know, so a lot of different interesting looking characters, um, in this show, but you get, definitely get that, that kind of dark, kind of dank, kind of, you know, um, no hope kind of low, uh, kind of atmosphere that was in Rogue One. Uh, so it's very much, very similar kind of vibe similar kind of tone and um that there was always one shot as well that actually had what looked like clone troopers um that were pointing guns at i don't know if that was diego luna or whoever but it was interesting so there's still um you know clone troopers being used i guess or maybe or maybe that was a flashback but i doubt it so it was interesting so i there's a lot um a lot of very just very cool interesting shots very much a teaser I think I would consider this very much more of a teaser than like a full trailer, but so far I'm all in. I'm all in. It looks great to me. But kind of, what, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I I mean I enjoyed the Andor trailer as well. Uh, this is a show that I have sort of weird expectations for because mm -hmm. it's one of those where I mean Kathy Andor wasn't like my favorite character, right? Um, you know, not my first idea for a spinoff, but. I'm sure someone gave a really good pitch and that it, it, it's going to turn out well. And, I mean, this trailer was a good first start for me. Um, feels like Rogue One, which is a really good thing. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed Rogue One, and it feels like an extension of that. But it still has, I'm sure, they will have layers of it that is that layers of it that are different. And, yes. um, you know, again, Mon Mothma, uh, 
being back uh, is good. I, I've, there were rumors that Baylor Ghana was supposed to be in it. I don't know if maybe that was a smokescreen and that he's actually, you know, we want and not this show, but he would also make sense to be in this show. <laughs> right. So um, Jimmy Smith coming back, should, you know, could make sense. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the trailer quite a bit. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much it ties into Rogue One, um, mm-hmm. and how much it ties into, I mean, we, we know that it'll lead into Rogue One according to what they've said, but, you know, mm-hmm. will characters from Rogue One that we, you know, that we were introduced to, will they get teased? Will concepts from Rogue One get teased? I mean, I, I, that should be interesting, so, um. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I'm more excited for much more excited for it now than I was when they announced it. Uh, I am as well. And I was, and I was pretty excited for it when they announced it. Um, I like Cass- uh, Cassie Nandor's character. Um, he, I think he was featured, um, you know, a little bit in the, in the, um, in the, uh, the novel. I don't know if it was Catalyst. I think there were, there was another novel as well with Jyn Erso, but it might have been Catalyst. I'm not sure. But they, but he, I think he's a decent character. I mean, he hasn't been in that many things since Rogue One. So, um, but I liked his character in Rogue One. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Um, and I think if I think if there was a character you could you could do a show on besides Jyn Erso, um, I think Cassie and Ando is probably the one where it would be like, no, this, I could see you building a, a, like a very good story that's interesting and exciting based on this guy. So, so yeah. And we saw that his kind of morally gray, uh, nature in Rogue One in the beginning as well. So, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that develops. Um, so, so we did get an Andor trailer. Um, we got some announcements as well. Uh, so we know we're getting um, a, a TV show next year where we're getting a few a few different shows. We're getting a a um, a live action show called Skeleton Crew. Um, you know, and is we know it's going to. Uh, I know John Watts, I believe, is one of the um, one of the executive people, producers. Yeah, he's one of the executive producers, and of course we know him. He's worked on Spider Man and was going to work on Fantastic Four but recently left that project. I don't know if he left that for this or what, but um but he will be uh producing one of the executive producers on the show. Um we know Jude Law is going to be in the show. Um and Ken, I know you were saying you think this is gonna be that show that we had heard about that was supposed to be like the Stranger Things. Yes, they show concept art. Uh they show four kids mm-hmm. um sort of in the distance. Yes. Um, that's going to star for 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 kid characters, uh, but Dave Filoni made a point to say it is not a kid show. It's about okay. kids, but it's not a kid show. So, sounds like Stranger Things. From what uh, you know, even I haven't I don't watch Stranger Things, but I know I've made the point to Shamari that Stranger Things is a uh, is a <laughs> is a kid show. You uh, yeah, you'll you'll show. you'll fight me on that every time. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a kid show. They may have yeah. toys, they may have games, but it is not a kid show. <laughs> uh, and so, that, so now, what I will say is, the word was that that show was supposed to be in the High Republic. Um, I don't. 
I don't think they said anything about this show being the High Republic, so maybe that was mixed signals in that regard. But, um, but this does sound like that show. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, look, again, they say it's not a kid show. They're definitely on the portfolio trying to cross the Stranger Things demographic on the portfolio. Say, all right, we got our Stranger Things show now. Um, so hopefully he's good. Uh, I, we don't really know anything about the story yet, so it's not much to say about it. But um, that was something that was interesting. Uh, and then all that, that's all Friday stuff. And then there was also The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, you know, there was a, a trailer that was leaked. I did not see the... I mean, I saw tidbits of the leaked trailer, but, you know, I'm sure you can read descriptions. Uh, but not much news, I don't think, from the Mandalorian stuff. I don't, I don't know what you got. Not, yeah, no, not not much. None that we didn't really feel, we didn't really know or felt that confident about. I know Favreau said that he's already working on season four. Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. He already uh, started writing season four. Yeah, I'm sure they're already working on five, six, and seven as well. As long as Disney... Uh, as long as Grogu's still part of it. Uh, Grogu, you know, Grogu's not going anywhere, I'm sure. So we'll... Um, you know, the fans will make sure of that. And, uh, you know, all the, all the Funko and Lego and all those other properties will also make sure of that. <laughs> uh, Grogu does not go anywhere. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we've got some Mando stuff. Um, I know we also got, um, um, I know we also got, uh, some Ahsoka stuff. Yes. That was as, the next day as well. Yes, Friday. so we got Ahsoka. Friday. Yes, Friday. So we got Ahsoka dropped. Ahsoka uh, trailer that I've seen probably about 50 times. Um, you know, <laughs> Wait, how, through, how did you watch it 50 times? You know, through, I uh, it. You know, through means <laughs> um, that I was able to see the trailer. <laughs> um, you know, uh, my uh, whatever connections I may have, may or may not have. Sure, I, I, my friends in, I, I got friends in, in, in high places over it. <laughs> my friends over high. But no, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people listening to this probably have also seen yeah. uh, the Ahsoka trailer. Uh, through whatever means they were able to do that. And um, it is... It's it, interesting. It's the most it's, interesting thing, in my opinion, that came out of this. Yeah, so there are some interesting things. And, and even if you haven't seen it, I'm sure the details, the major details have blasted all over. Uh, social media so there is a Hera appearance and there yes. is a Sabine appearance um you know so they actually had the actress that plays Sabine in the panel um it's not who was reported right um I, who was being reported but, <laughs> but I remember we did a whole thing on like oh they found their Sabine and I'm like now they're like re-announcing her and I'm like this is even the same person it, it, the name yeah, the, the person so they have is Natasha Lou Bordizo. Um, is her name? And I, you're right. I don't know if that's who we were talking about. Um, it's somebody different. So interesting. We may have to find that outlet and, and uh, give them a big old asterisk uh, before we discuss what they say again. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we did we did get that that drop, and um, you know. Hera looked good. We only saw the back of Hera, but Hera looked good. 
Sabine looks very good. We only saw the back of Sabine. It has got very little. But from what I saw, Sabine looks really good. She looks really good at Sabine. Um, and at the end, you see her looking at the picture at the end of Rebels. The, the like, mural at the end of Rebels. Um, which I'm sure that, that image is plastered all over. Um, all over the internet as well. Um, and... You know, Filoni came out on the cell on the celebration Star Wars celebration live stage. It was a little teasing Ezra. Oh, you want to know where Ezra is? You guys want to know where Ezra is? And he doesn't tell anyone where Ezra is. He says some kind of trolley kind of answer. You know, uh, in his very Filoni kind of way. But, um, but we're uh, that even even that alone tells me we're gonna find out where Ezra is. Isn't and, it crazy, man? Like, yeah. when Rebels ended, we were all like, are we going to get some sort of Rebel sequel? Yeah. Like, they can't end it like this. This is going to end it like this? Yeah. You know, but we, I mean, I don't think we gave, like, a strong thing that, like, oh, we're definitely going to get a live-action continuation of it. No. That's all this is. Yeah. Just a live-action season five of Rebel. Yes, yeah, largely what this feels like. We're getting Hera. Hera. Chopper is going to be in it. Chopper is going to be in it. Ezra's gonna be in it. I mean, I don't know. Zeb's gonna be, gonna be in it. Huh? You feel like probably Jason Sindula we may get. Uh, I will. Well, I mean, I don't know. Um, I have to see where this where this takes place in comparison to. Uh, I mean, he may still be a kid. I mean, he might be really young. I mean, I have to see where where it is. I have to look at the timeline. Um. But I don't. I mean, it's possible. I I suppose. Um, um, so yeah, I have to, I'd have to go back into my whole archive to see where, how old Jason Sindula is and when and when. <laughs> I don't have that that in my head. But um, I mean, I suppose it's possible. If he is in this, he ain't gonna. He, he's not. He's not gonna be like a Leia appearance that we got in Obi Wan. I think he might be like an infant or like barely a toddler potentially. I don't know. That's just a sense that I get. Um, but um, I think it's a possibility. Um, it is a possibility. I'm not gonna say it's not possible. Um, well, you don't think that this is gonna be after the the end of Rebels? No, it is. No, no, yeah, it is. But isn't he, I mean, he's he's. Wait, is he uh, is he in he's the not an infant in, in Rebels, right? No. No. He's, he's like a kid. Oh wait, wait, is he in? He was in Rebels. Jeez, I see. See, look at me. I he haven't seen Rebels. In, I haven't seen Rebels in so long. And I'm like, I'm and it's showing now. So Jason Sindula is in Rebels. Yeah. Is he like in like multiple? Is he in like, like the post credits, or is he in? Is he in the epilogue, or is he like in the? He's show? in like the epilogue. He's like sitting there on the. He's sitting on the on the ship. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Well, I, see, I haven't seen that, and my apologies well, to, to all the rebels. Key. To all the rebels stands out there, I apologize. I haven't seen rebels in a minute. Um. So if that's the case, then we probably will see him. Well, you see, he's definitely a kid, and he probably will still be a kid. But yeah, like, he'll, we'll he'll definitely a still be a kid. Child actor probably playing him, but we may. I guess we'll get a Jason Sindula appearance. Is he a Twilight? I have to, I have to look him up now. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. 
He does, he's, he looks like a human, but he's like a humanoid Twilight. Right, right. All right, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't think he'll be in the show much. That's that's my that's, no, no, I agree. I don't think that's a. I don't even think that's a bold prediction. He, <laughs> he'll be he'll be a cameo at most, and um, you know, because this is, I think this is gonna be, this isn't gonna be like Skeleton Crew, but I think this is gonna be a very adult journey. <laughs> Thrawn, man, we. I mean, Thrawn is one hundred percent gonna be in it, right? I mean, I, I mean, already... Ahsoka's all name dropping Thrawn in the Mandalorian, so and they already cast Lars Mikkelsen, right? Allegedly, I think they did, or at least that's the word. I think um, yeah, they're not going to announce that because of spoilers. But but yeah, so we're getting Thrawn for sure. We're definitely getting Thrawn. Um. So yeah, so that is uh, so that's very exciting. So yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be this show is is gonna be very very um it's gonna it's gonna be very exciting. This this show I think is gonna I think it's gonna define Filoni as definitely one of the top um, kind of storytelling directing even um, talents. Which I mean I feel like those of us who have been following Star Wars for a while kind of know he already is. Um, you know he's learned so much from jo- George of course, and has moved this property creatively in such positive directions. Um, so I have very, very high expectations for Ahsoka. So that trailer was very exciting. Um, so we also got, um, you know, of course, Obi-Wan came out. We got some more from uh, animation as well. Um, so we know that there is a um, another show. Uh, well, there are actually, so there are a couple of shows coming out. There is um, Young Jedi Adventures, uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures, uh, that is coming out. Um, now, a couple notes on this, and Kendall, you know, me and Kendall have spoken about this briefly. This, the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say good news and bad news. There's various news about this show. It is a High Republic show, so this is a High Republic animated show. I had been clamoring for more High Republic content uh, since. The light of, since I got through Light of the Jedi, this is a very very exciting era. If you have not checked it out, read anything High Republic. It's very good. <laughs> you know you will not be disappointed. It is very good stuff. Um, very interesting conflicts. Uh, lots of Jedi. It predates the prequels, and it is not Old Republic. It's a few hundred years before the prequels, but it is very interesting, and. Um, Awesome new characters, great character designs. Um, it's really it's overall just really good. Great villains. It's really good. I don't have any. I don't. I have very very few complaints uh, with the High Republic. So this is a High Republic uh, animated show, kids show. Now this will be on Disney Junior. So it's, it's a kids show. It is a kids show through and through. Um, now I am gonna check it out. They say they they went out. They presented it on the celebration stage, celebration live stage. They swore up and down that parents can watch this show. You know, if you watch the show with your kids, they're he's saying they kept saying quote unquote there are things in there for parents for that they will understand and enjoy and blah blah blah. So we'll see how much of that is in there. Uh, but if you tell me this is going to be on Disney Junior, 
I think there's only so much seriousness that can be shown on a Disney Junior show. It just caps at a certain point. I mean, even Resistance was on Disney XD, I believe. Um, yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so this... And Resistance maybe could have been on Disney Junior. I don't know. It, it was, yeah, it was, probably could have been on Disney Junior. Yeah, it was a kid's show. It was a kid's show. It didn't need to be on XD. There was nothing... No, I mean, like, Disney XD isn't... You know, it's not a... Uh... It's not, you know, Toonami. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Not Adult Swim. You know, but, but Disney XD has shown some stuff that's like, you know, yeah. this is like anime. You know, like legit, yeah. like yeah. anime, not like baby I, stuff. Like, I think Resistance on Disney Junior is probably a stretch. Like, it, it could have been there, but... It wasn't like it was a bunch of fart jokes. It was just, <laughs> there's just no substance to it. Yeah, there was no. Yeah, there was no substance to it. I there's think that's no, that's probably. But more... I don't think a kid would really enjoy it either. It's kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, you know, like there was, but like a kid would maybe enjoy it more because it's just colorful and very you know, colorful. A lot of stuff, kind of fun, funny. fun yeah, little a lot of, yeah, kind a lot of, of fun stuff. So a kid could enjoy it more than like someone our age, but. Um, but like nip typically like I mean we've talked about it on Hero Talk, but the they have a new show Spidey and his amazing friends that is yes. you know, it, it it's that is clearly a Disney Junior show. I mean it, it's yeah. Spider Spider Man show with it, you know, they're basically sprites to yes. you know, like they, yes. Spider Man and they like, look like toys. Kindergarten. You know, it, yeah. It's all these superheroes in kindergarten. Like that is typically you what you expect of Disney Junior. So and yeah. I mean I actually enjoy Spidey and his amazing friends more than I probably should, but, <laughs> um, but it's not made for me in the slightest. And I, that's, you know, that's not something where if I was presenting it, I, I would say, yeah, adults, you'll like this show too. I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, right. Probably not. You know, if you do, then again, you're like me, you have a problem, but <laughs> regardless. Yeah. I mean, um, I think, I think they're saying it's not, you're not saying they're watching Dora. You know what I mean? I right. think that's what they're saying. You're not I mean, I watching remember, Booba. I still haven't watched this show, but I remember when Disney made a big deal about the Lion Guard. You know, that was right. supposed to be the, the continuation of the Lion King. I, I was losing yeah, it. I, I, was like, yeah, I remember you were very Lion excited King for that. Animated series, and then it was, it was on Disney Junior, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> right. I'm not going to waste my time, you know? Right. Maybe I'd probably, and I, maybe that's, that'll be the test. Maybe I should just watch a couple episodes of that and be like, if that... If I feel like I, I'm able to watch it, it's a Lion King continuation. I should be able to watch it. Yeah. But if it's on Disney Junior, I just, I don't know. I'm it just tunes you out. It's like. It's educational. Yeah. It's not it's not anything else. Right. And it, and it kind of, it, to me, it's, it kind of gives you the, it, it has the same effect that like in SpongeBob when they talk about Weenie Hut Junior. Right. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that's, that's the same effect that Disney Junior is like, oh boy. You know, like remember uh, what was the um, what was what was the game that they had with Ahmad Ahmad Best? Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Like, I know what you're talking about. They put it on the he's Star like Wars a Jedi. Kids channel. Like that's the kind of stuff that. Like, yeah, that's yeah, what the, the Star Wars like Kids Channel. Game. Yeah, and that could have been for adults. Like adults could have watched that, but I agree. Yeah, I think it's that's just not made for adults. I think that's I think that's a very good comparison. I think that is what we're gonna get with this show. An adult can watch it. There may be some things in there that an adult can enjoy, but it's made for kids. Yes. And kids like four to like eight or nine or something like it's made for the kids, which is fine. You know, nothing wrong with that. You know, I'll check it out maybe one or two episodes just to see, you know, what is it, <laughs> you know, but 
Um, but I, I think this is going to be a kid's show through and through. Um, but I'm glad we're getting more High Republic stuff. You know, hopefully we get more. We know Acolyte is coming. We'll get to that in a little bit as well in just a second. But, um, but yeah, so we got that. We also got another animated show, Tales of the Jedi. Um, this is another Dave Filoni project. Um, this is going to be some animated shorts that he says he wrote kind of just on his spare time, you know, between flights from here to there, writing stories and, you know, ended up becoming a show. One of some, a couple of his, his fellow producers and people said, Hey, you know, I think this would be good, good as a show. You should make it a show. And now it's a show. Um, so we'll be getting that. We know Ahsoka is going to be in it. We know there's going to be a story with Ahsoka and Ahsoka's mom apparently is going to make an appearance. Janina Gavankar will be show, appear, making an appearance as Ahsoka's mom. So that'll be interesting. Um, so there's going to be some interesting stuff with some prequel Jedi, various prequel Jedi. So we'll get some, some interesting stories from that. Um, Kenna, what are your thoughts on, thoughts on that project? This, I thought was the biggest surprise slash like, you know, has the most potential, um, you know, slash hidden gem, I should say, of celebration. I mean, you know, I was intrigued. I said it when we when we previewed that this was going to be one of the panels that I would be most uh, most intrigued because Dave Filoni animation, you know, yeah, it's not Resistance is already a uh, a great start. It's like so, him writing it, you know. Yeah, exactly. Him being heavily involved. I knew the only thing that scared me, and it still scares me about the show, and the only thing that that I have trepidations about is it's just shorts. So you, you question how much can they really tell? I mean, we got excited about the 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 Galaxy of Adventures, Galaxy of Adventures, you know, yeah, shorts that they were doing a couple of years ago, and that you know it was a waste of time. It was it was I didn't I don't even watch all of them because they, they, there was no substance to it. It was cool, it was a cool concept, but. I didn't learn anything, but this seems like that, but with like actual new cool stuff with characters that, you know, we're seeing them at points that we hadn't seen them in really. I mean, count, I mean, we, I mean, Count Dooku, like as a Jedi animated, like, I, I mean, I don't know. Sign me up. I mean, we're going to see Qui-Gon as his Padawan as a kid and Liam Neeson's son's going to voice him. And then we're going to get Qui-Gon voiced by Liam Neeson as an adult. I mean, again, sign me up. The Ahsoka stuff, I understand. Uh, Lee, uh, you know, Dave Filoni can't help himself but to create more Ahsoka content. Um, mm-hmm. So I have no comment on that. But, I, you know, the other, the other, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about, uh, about some of these stories. Mace Windu as well. We're supposed to get Mace Windu story. Yep. Again, man. Sign me up. I mean, it's a great idea. And I, I'm not too concerned about them being shorts either. And I'm, I mean, and I and I say that just because of things like uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, uh, which is now on Disney Plus as well, um, which I have to check those out because those are, are fantastic. But those were just like five minutes. Yep. I remember. Sometimes we were... that could be the start of something, something more. Yeah. Teen Titans Go, man. That started out as a, as, as a bunch of shorts. And yeah. then now I don't think it'll ever end. And that's and that stuff to me was some of the best Star Wars. Those I remember those shorts when they were coming out just on TV, on like yeah. Toonami. and those, that was like the thing I was most looking forward to, like every Saturday. So uh, that was a continuation so, of, of, of 
you know, episode two. Yeah. So it's really, really. I, I'm very excited for Tales of the Jedi as well. I think that could be. This could be really, really special. They had showed some still images and shots and stuff, and it looks like Clone Wars in terms yeah. of the animation. Um, so we're, we're not getting any kind of drop off in animation quality. And um, and think about, and I know you you would appreciate it. Think about when we see these, you know, Knights of the Old Republic cinematics. Yep. That are like five, you know, more no more than ten minutes. Yep. Sometimes they're just five minutes, but it's a compelling five minutes. Yep. Imagine if I told you we're getting one of those every week and it's like with actual characters that we're invested in you know yep like it that uh, all right sign me up i know it's not it's not a whole season of the bad batch it's not a whole season of the clone wars but i i can still find some enjoyment and if again if it's telling us tangible stories you know and dave filoni again if he's doing it he's not he's not screwing around he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna tell stories that that have substance so man yeah, that that to me might be the the best, uh, the most intriguing announcement of 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 the weekend. Um, speaking of the Bad Batch, we also did get a trailer for that. Yes, we also got a trailer for the Bad Batch. Um, so this is uh, kind of the other big trailer we got. We were waiting for kind of all weekend, um, uh, and we got it. Um, so the trailer, I mean, it looks good. Um, not too much revealed. Um, the biggest thing for me, uh, is that, um, Omega seems to be getting an upgrade. Um, so she's going to be getting some new clothes, new, new armor, um, seems to be getting more skilled with, with the, with the bow and arrow, like the energy bow and arrow. So that's going to be really cool to see. Um, you know, we're getting we're getting the, the more of the crew. Uh, we got a little bit more Sid, which I, I'm not thrilled about, but you know, it seemed like they may be parting <laughs> ways. So, uh, <laughs> so that that may be a positive. Well, I'm gonna be honest, okay? I'm, just, I'm gonna keep it very honest, very real. I said that during our reviews, our episode reviews. I'm gonna say it again. You know, Sid is kind of it's like okay, you know, Sid, you know, very much like a Visago kind of, you know, like Visago and Rebels, and uh, you know, Hondo. And, uh, you know, just in that lane of yeah character to just just be a story character. And it's like, but they're not import- really important. They're just like there. You know, it's like, all right. But, you know, but it seems like they may be parting ways, which I think this is the, like a more organic kind of way to kind of say, okay, no, now they have to move on to a different adventure. Um, but, I mean, it looks good. I, I like, it seems like it's going to be more action. It seems like there may be more even more action in this season. They said we're we're in for a lot of surprises, um, which is very cool. So I liked what I saw from the Bad Bass trailer. Uh, but kind of what what were your thoughts on that? I I enjoyed it. Um, like you said, nothing internet chattering. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that that for you know is a little disappointing because you know trailers for Dave Filoni animated projects tend to break the internet a lot so uh yes this is only the first one maybe there will be a, a second one that does but i mean i thought emperor palpatine's presence was very uh interesting um i enjoyed that quite a bit uh you know do you think that the the, the wookie jedi was the same one from clone wars yes um 
I do. And they, I, I believe they, they may have, they kind of sort of confirmed it, I guess, a little bit. Because they talked, they brought D. Bradley Baker and um, Michelle Ong onto the, or uh, onto the um, Celebration Live stage. And they yes. were talking about it. They were very excited about the Wookiee Jedi. And it seemed like they said, you know, they were excited to bring that character back. Right. So it seems like, yeah, that is kind of like a confirmation, basically. And they may have confirmed it in the panel. I'm not sure. But it seems like, to me, it's like a confirmation that, yes, that is the same Wookiee Jedi that that was like an initiate in um, in the Clone Wars. Um, which I thought was a cool concept in the Clone Wars. Um, right. I didn't know a whole lot of other people were paying attention as well, but I guess they were. Because I, I very much enjoyed that. Uh, so, so that's pretty cool. And there is a Wookiee Jedi. I think there's actually a couple Wookiee Jedi in um in the High Republic as well. So that seems to be a, a concept that you know that is going to be be a constant is Wookiee Jedi. And Wookiee Jedi is how do you not like a Wookiee Jedi? Any Wookiee Jedi is always like one of my some of my favorite one of my favorite characters. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be really cool. I think it's going to be really cool to see. I'm glad they survived the purge. I think that's probably my only thing is just we're more and more surviving the purge. And it's like, you know, I kind of want the purge to actually be a purge, you know, like where not everyone just survives. You know, this one survived, that one survived, this one survived, that one survived. It's like, you know, some if you were off world, you know, if you're off doing something that very remote, not involved in the war. I mean, I suppose, um, but you know, sometimes it gets a little crowded. Where I'm like, Jesus, more Jedi survive. But, but this is cool. I, I, this is cool. But other than that, I do, I do like this concept. Yeah, it seemed interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm curious. Again, is there going to be another? Is there another shoe to drop, for lack of a better term? You know, is there another, is there another thing? Or, you know, maybe it's just, because honestly, we didn't, I feel like we didn't, you mentioned Omega, Omega Omega's character showing some development, but, you know, th- this trailer was a lot of just showing you a lot of stuff. You know, I wonder if we're going to get a, a hint of character development for the Bad Batch, you know, because mm-hmm. um, we didn't get much, but. I'm curious, and then also again, is there is there anything uh, major? I mean, it looks like Commander Cody is coming coming back as well, which should be interesting. Yes, uh, yes, Commander Cody's coming back, so that's very exciting. Um, yeah, so I think we're so we're getting we're getting some new stuff in the second season. Um, I I think. Um. I don't know how much how much we're really gonna get. I feel like the whenever you're in this era, the tip of the iceberg is always Vader, right? Is Vader gonna make an appearance? Um, yeah. Are the Inquisitors gonna make it? Is anybody? Are the Inquisitors gonna make an appearance? Is the Grand Inquisitor gonna make an appearance? Um, are any of them gonna make an appearance? So, so I think those are kind of kind of for me some of the bigger questions. Um, coming out of this, I you know I feel like you can really I kind of wish they would really mix and match with some of these inquisitors, 
Like even if they were to throw in, let's say, like even the second sister from uh, from Fallen Order or something like that. You know, yeah. Like, you mix and match with these Inquisitors. Throw them in randomly somewhere where I maybe wouldn't exactly guess that they were. So, so I have a lot of questions with that. But, um, but speaking of Fallen Order, we did get a a trailer a title confirmation for Fallen Order Two. Which the official title is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, we got Jedi Survivor. Uh, we got the trailer for Jedi Survivor. Um, that came out. That was kind of the biggest gaming news um, that came out uh, of Celebration. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to the game. Can I know you didn't you didn't beat the game? I don't think, I don't think you played the game. But I know you've been following, you know, the news surrounding the game. You know, I know I've, I've of course, told you about the game, um, and you've seen the trailer. What were your thoughts on, on the trailer and on any of the news surrounding it? Yeah, um, like you said, I, I, I did not play the game. Um, I've seen most of the story. Uh, yes. Um, and I, so I have a good idea of, of, of what happens, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously this trailer doesn't really give you a sense of, of what the gameplay will be like, but you assume like that'll, you assume that'll, that it will be a lot like the first game, but, um, from a story perspective, I mean, we, we know that this is, uh, what is this, five years into the future? Um, what they're saying, I know they... This is supposed to take place the same exact year as Obi-Wan, interestingly enough. Um, That's very interesting. So it doesn't make you wonder, is there any tie-in there? Is Cameron Monaghan going to show up in uh, <laughs> Obi-Wan? Probably not, but I mean, he's also a, a you know former Jedi, you know, Padawan. So, um, or vice versa, is Obi-Wan going to show up in this? That's another possibility. It's probably a lot more likely uh, <laughs> for playing that game, but um but yeah no i mean i i, I you know i thought it looked, i thought it looked cool um like i said i'm probably not the best person to ask because i didn't play the first game but from just from from a story standpoint i think it looks interesting i guess my question real quick would be where do you go mm-hmm. i mean there's, there's places you can go but i felt like that story was pretty uh you know like the, the, you know once once you once you once you're once you're done um. Uh, what more? What other concepts are they going to introduce? Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I mean, in the trailer they show. Uh, Powin, like the Grand Inquisitor, I suppose, like, um, the uh the ones we saw in Episode Three. Talking about Cal Kestis and about what his next move could be, seems like seems pretty dark. Seems like a dark sider. They show Cal battling someone who seems like a dark sider. I don't know who it is, uh, with a red lightsaber. I don't know if it's another Inquisitor. I don't know if it's somebody else. And then they show um, some guy in a in a in a vat. I don't know, a back to tank, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, with white hair. There's theories thrown all over the place about who this could be. You know, the first person that came to my mind was this guy. Uh, Taryn Malikos, who made an appearance in the in Fallen Order, um, you know, it's just basically like a disaffected 
you know, Jedi Master from from the Clone Wars, uh, who, you know, basically ended up kind of losing his way um, and uh, ends up becoming a villain. You end up having to fight him in uh, <laughs> in the game. Um, and you defeat him. So I'm like, you know, I was like, I presumed, I presumed him dead. But then you see some, I mean, he had white hair or gray hair in the game. It was long and he had a beard and all that. So I don't know if this is him. They, I mean, people have said he has different markings or something. I don't know, but you know, he's another, you know, guy with white hair, white guy, old white hair, force sensitive, interacted with Cal before. So I don't know if this is him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what other story they had to tell with him. I thought he was a cool story, but I kind of thought it was over. But it could be him. So he's my leading theory. As if I had to guess who it was, um, I thought he was a cool character. Honestly, I thought he, I thought he was a very good character. So uh, you know, if it was him, I wouldn't be like totally against it. But you know, a lot of people seem to think it could be somebody else because they thought his story kind of kind of ended it anyway. Um, but I don't know who the Jedi survivor is. I'm guessing it's this this guy, whoever he is. But it's really an open book. It could be anybody. But uh. Um. Yeah. So so, there's a lot uh, to still still to be learned about the game. Um, it is currently in development. Um, that was it, all we got was a CGI trailer. We haven't gotten any gameplay yet. Of course, Summer Games Fest is coming fast approaching. I don't think we're gonna get any gameplay in the Summer Games Fest. Uh, but you know we've had the Game Awards later this year, as well. I think somewhere around that time we may get get maybe a gameplay trailer, possibly. Um, the game is coming out next year, so that is gonna hit us like a freight train soon enough. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we even got it at the next celebration because the celebration is coming back next year in April. So um, I would not be surprised if this game made an appearance then as well. Um, you know, we also had a High Republic panel. Um, lots of High Republic news. I'm not going to get into all of that. Um, to be honest, if you want to check any of that out, please listen to, um, uh, my other podcast, Geeking Out Over Star Wars, I do with Zachary Breland, um, where we discuss lots of High Republic stuff. Um, so we will have, actually be having a specific podcast on just High Republic stuff. There's a lot of High Republic stuff, honestly. Uh, that was broken out in that panel. And I don't talk to High Republic too in depth on the show. Um, so, but there's a lot of stuff that they teased. A lot of interesting story stuff. Again, I'll just drop this little nugget here that check it out. <laughs> if you have not checked it out yet. It is, in my opinion, the best Star Wars that they're making right now in terms of like new content. It's this and Obi-Wan like that's it like this is the best the best stuff it's the best in terms of story this is the best stuff that's being made it's very good original content nothing rehashed totally new new feel new characters a lot of force powers a lot of force everything it's really good really 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 good um and the second phase is a prequel to the first one they say you don't even have to have read or seen the first anything from the first phase 
Um, so you have that to look forward to as well. Um, that's starting in October. Um, so we've got a lot, a lot of cool stuff coming out about that. So that, that was also very exciting. Um, and uh, uh, we got, I know um, for the Acolyte, um, there were some, I don't know if there was a panel, honestly, but I know we did get some um, just more news coming out about the Acolyte um, uh, with regards to that as well in terms of um, uh, just details coming out uh, about the Acolyte and um, um, let's see, I'm trying to see some of the new stuff. I know we got quite a bit of things on that as well. That is like a mystery thriller. And um, that, oh, well, we did hear that Leslie Hedlund had been had, that she had read through a lot of Old Republic stuff and gone through really, quite frankly, I believe she said everything practically. They said there's some EU. There's some EU, yeah. EU, Legend stuff. Legend stuff. So... So we're going to get, there's going to be a lot of very interesting things um, from the Acolyte. But Kenna, what are your expectations for, with regards to the Acolyte? And we're getting a lot of stuff uh, coming out about that um, as well. Yeah, I mean, it should be interesting. I mean, look, I saw one stolen frame, and it's kind of weird that our two introductions into the High Republic are going to be one, the Acolyte. And this young Jedi, young Jedi, but it's strange. Adventure. I don't like, like it. Two complete different sides of the spectrum. Totally different side. That is very Sith strange. Dark horror show. And the Sith aren't even in the High Republic. Like You're it, right. based on everything that we've gotten so far, there are no Sith involved, like yeah. at all. There's some gray Jedi, I guess, kind of stuff, but no Sith, no Sith, zero Sith. So this is totally new. I'm open to it, but you know, you know, I would have hoped that we would be getting something with you know some of the people that we're seeing uh, in the books. But I mean, based just based on the timeline, it seems like we might get none of them, uh, just based on just the timeline. Or if they are, they may be very old. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Um. So it's interesting. Um. But I am very excited to hear about the the um, the EU appearances and EU influences um, on this show, right? Because that's that's kind of really what I'm hoping to get is that something that is not so derivative of um, the original trilogy or even the prequels, to be honest. I know this this show is clo much closer to the Phantom Menace. Um, they said it's towards the tail end of the High Republic. Yes. Um, so I'm thinking we'll I'm I'm thinking maybe the big Kahuna, so to speak, of this show is we'll get that bridge from the kind of golden age of the Jedi to them being kind of crazy old monks in robes. You know, I think we'll get that answer, or we'll see that transition maybe. In this show, that's kind of the big theory that I'm getting, in terms of why they would even pick this kind of time time period. Um, and we may get some hint as to, um, we're gonna get some like a Sith backstory as well. That's that's I mean it's called the Acolyte, so we know that's that's what we're gonna get. But but we'll get like a backstory into 
I don't know, Plagueis. We're, we're going to get like some stuff. That's, that's going to be the question. I mean, will they? I'm sure Plagueis and Palpatine, it doesn't sound like it's about them, but there's a chance that they could be a part of it in some form or fashion. Yeah, very much a Especially chance. if we're talking about Legends. Absolutely. Um, and if she's gone through all the EU stuff, Plagueis is at the top of of probably my reading list. It's Plagueis and Darth Bane. Those Bane, are, I was going to say Bane's in that conversation. Yeah, Plagueis and Bane. Right Those in. are the two that are at the top of my reading list. If someone says, what should I, what are the legends things that I should read? It's Plagueis, Bane, and Thrawn, but Plagueis and Bane are at the top. I'm just going to be totally honest. Uh, Jane Lucino's Darth Plagueis is a must, must, must read uh, for legends for quality legends content so um so i would hope that that is and and that's kind of like in this era basically you know pre phantom menace that's what that is um so i mean i could see plague is showing up in this so i don't know um but you know this has to be i guess a bridge to the high republic as well um so I don't know, you know I don't know if Plagueis is in this. I can see Plagueis's master being in this, whatever that was. Um, so this could be very, very interesting. Um, let's see, what else did we get? Can I, did we get? I know you're. I, I believe you mentioned the Vision season two. Yes, we will be getting volume two of Visions. I still got to finish volume one. Quite frankly. Uh, but still interesting. We also had the uh one of the EPs on Visions or somebody like that say that there's more anime Star Wars content coming down the pipe. So does make you wonder uh yes. what that is. But um, yes, it does, and hopefully it's canon. That's really my only ask when it comes to those <laughs> things. Just make it canon. Yeah. Just just canonize it. Or put or have the stories be in an era where, yeah, sure, this being canon doesn't break anything. You know, like, just... Why is it fake? Why is it like, no, this... You can watch this, but it never happened. It's like, well, then why am I watching it? Well, a lot of people... <laughs> a lot of people... Or a lot of people that are invested in these stories are going to be like, well, why am I watching it? If this like didn't happen, why are you making this? Like, why are you making this new content that isn't real? You know, so I don't know. It's, it's strange, or it's it it feels it's like Disney officially saying this is fan fiction, but we're just slapping a Disney label on it. That's kind of yeah, how I it mean, feels. You know how many, you know how much good fan fiction is out there. Yeah, that I can watch. exactly. That I can oh, just read. Like, I can just go online. I mean, it may not be as as. It may not be produced at that high of a level, but yeah, you know how many fan films be just as entertaining. Yeah, so we also got the news that Babu Freak is going to be in The Mandalorian season three, as if Baby Yoda wasn't selling enough toys. Oh boy, Babu Freak! Oh man, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Babu Freak, one of one of the things I very much enjoyed about uh <laughs> about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, what, what like that's what's so weird about it because I'm like, right, Skywalker, like a long time after the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, so we're eating a different, much different. I, I don't know what I don't know what species he is. So I, I mean, they can be another Yoda. Isn't that isn't that what's isn't that the beauty of Star Wars, man? Once you're dealing with aliens, you can you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you do whatever you want. <laughs> like like people, are, oh, but is Plague is going to be in the acolyte? I mean, I don't know how long mutants live. They could live hundreds of years. <laughs> Their average lifespan could be three hundred years. I don't know. Plagueis can totally be around. Yeah. If she wants Plagueis to be around, like who cares? I don't think they established their lifespan. And if they did, it's legends now anyway. Huh? I mean, you know, technically he's canon, but we don't know anything about him in canon, so. Exactly. Yeah, if they did before, it's all legends. So you can do whatever you want. Um, And ain't nobody going to care about that. You know, that's not some some thing that people care about. So, yeah. We also got a lot of news about uh, Willow. Uh, Well, yeah, we got a lot of Willow stuff. (laughs) So just to kind of recap the stream as a whole. Speaking of Willow, the stream was so. I have a couple of feelings about the stream. The stream was cool. Shout out to the people that I'm glad they streamed it. Shout out to the people that ran the stream. You know, they were the MVPs. They did a lot of work making sure that everything, all the hosts did a great job. Um, You know, I know they put a lot of work in. you know, they talked to pretty much all the people that I would have wanted them to talk to. Gave a lot of information, a lot of cool insight into what what the process is behind a lot of this stuff. It was cool to see. Um, they got to show some more of the hype tra- hype uh, panels. That's the biggest complaint for me. It shows some of the panels that like people want to see. The Attack of the Clones panel was actually kind of a sleeper, though. I was expecting that to be kind of whack, but then Hayden and Ewan showed up and I was like, oh wow, okay. So uh that became <laughs> that became much more interesting. Um but yeah, they gotta show some of the some of the bigger panels. They were before, but then I don't know if they, they had an issue with, with you know then the not wanting to show the trailers in the panels and things like that. So I don't know, I guess people had an issue with that, but um but I just preferred that. I even like that. Even when they wanted to just show sizzle reels I just enjoyed seeing the panel. <laughs> so they got to show those panels again. But um, but I did. I thought overall, I thought the stream was cool. And they showed a lot of the show floor at Celebration. They went to all the, a lot of the different booths. And I'm sure a lot of the people there appreciated that, the people running those booths. I'm sure they appreciated getting that kind of, um, you know. Exposure. The kind of exposure. You know, I mean, I'm imagining even us, if we had a booth at Celebration or something. And they just talked to us. Or something like that, you know. So getting that kind of exposure for some of those people who are not like really like super high, well-known people. Some of them, like Lego, you know, it's like they yeah they did talk to those people, but they talked to <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so they talked, but they talked to some like lesser-known kind of like you know people that make like medals, and bracelets, and people that make all kinds of different things, mugs, you know. So they talked to all kinds of different kind of vendors and stuff. And I thought that was cool. That was very cool to see. And it made me, it almost made me feel like I was there. So I thought the stream overall, I give it about a B plus. I thought it was solid. It was a cool stream, but they can't, I can't give them an A. They didn't show any of the, of the real panels that I wanted to see, which was what I would have been hoping for. We did get some panels. Some of them were okay, but you know, some of them I just didn't need to see at all. Like the Ian McDermott panel, I didn't need to see. The Disney Parks panel, I didn't need to see. If I'm going to go to Disney Parks, I'll look up the information online if I want to go to Disney Parks. You know, that's not a panel I needed. That's just me personally. 
No disrespect to anyone that <laughs> that cares a lot about the Disney parks. But, you know, that's not I don't need to see that on the street. You know, that's I can look that information up online. I'll go see that if I want to see that. But but I thought the stream was OK, but but I'd give it I'd give it a B plus. It was a solid stream. I enjoyed I had it on basically the whole weekend. So, yes, I'm that sweaty that had the stream on 24 seven running on a loop 24 seven practically. Um, and, um, so yeah, so that was, and I work from home, thankfully. So I did not take off to watch the stream, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so the stream was cool. The stream was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, Kendall, is there anything else, anything else I may have missed? I'm sure there's plenty of stuff I missed because, you know, of course I can be there, but, uh, I wouldn't say there's plenty of stuff. I think one of the, I mean, the big thing is, uh, not a whole lot of movie stuff, but they did confirm that we are going back to Celebration next year. Yes. Yes, we're going back to Celebration next year. Um, but it'll not be in the States. It will not be in the States. It is in London. Um, it is in London. So they're going back to London. You know, we'll see. I'm going to try to see if I can make it out. We'll see what happens. I don't know how I feel about that, man. I, I'm I'm gonna be that stubborn oh, can American. I, can I hear that American? The, my selfish, selfish know, American with my teeth. Star Wars is an American property. <laughs> <laughs> Lucasfilm is an American company. But it's just, I, it, it, it is, man. Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood's America. I mean, George Lucas is American. George, yeah. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm not saying Star Wars isn't a global product. I'm just saying, man, we've only had. You know, we don't, we're the first celebration we've had in years, and we're only doing one in the states, and then we're going over, we're going overseas. I mean, I feel like that's a novelty. Like you can do it, I'm not, but like every like four or five years, you would think. And I know it's been probably four or five years since they've been in London, but we had a pandemic, so yes, I don't know. I you know, to me, that's like I mean, I don't know events that go. That if, that like travel to London like that, it'd be like having a Super Bowl in London and then saying, "Yeah, we're gonna go, go back and have the Super Bowl in London again." Like four years later, um, you know, you, I feel like that's not something you really alternate. I would think, you know, I would think that you'd pick other cities, right. other major cities, maybe in different parts of the country. Maybe the next one be in Chicago, or the next one be in Miami, or the next one be in New York. Before you decide, we're gonna go to Europe. That's yeah, or, yeah, or if they really wanted to do the international thing, then just spread it all over the place, you know. Yeah, um, or have two. Yeah, or have yeah. I I mean I I think that would make more sense personally. But I mean, New York. I mean that's what they do with Comic Con now. Yeah, just have yeah. two. You know, have New York, have San Diego. Everyone you know, and, and Lucasfilm is bigger than Repop. You know they can they can <laughs> you know they can have they as, can many, find as many they'll find ways to make money. Yeah, I mean they can have you as know? many cons as they want. You know, but, and they have enough. They have enough news now. I mean, I know Disney. Look, they've got a lot of mouths to feed. They may feel like, well, how are we going to give them stuff at that at that celebration and then that one, and then still have stuff for D twenty three, right? Right. Essentially, even Comic Con, and then they want to do some sort right. of investor showcase and all this, all the stuff that they've got to do now. They may feel like, oh, we don't have enough content. But look, man, I go to Star Wars Con, and they only have two good panels and. A bunch of boots. I'd still go. Yeah, I'd still go. I will pay for the ticket and go. 
You know, I've been going to Comic-Con how many years, and they've been, you know, the first Comic-Con, they had Avengers at that Comic-Con. We haven't had Avengers in a long time. We have nothing even close to that level since then at New York Comic-Con. And we'll never have anything on that level again at New York Comic-Con. And I'm still going to go. Yeah. So they Luke, they can show whatever they want at Lucasfilm America Con. That, that's, Con. I feel like that's the celebration. Misconception. <laughs> that's the disconnect, and that's the, the common misconception is that people go, there are people who just go for the A-list major panel, but you just, just most of the people that go aren't going just for that. Right. You know, because why would you pay X amount of dollars just for <laughs> that? Uh, you know, it doesn't feel like and waste a whole lot of time and put in a lot of energy just for that. So yes, it's the experience. Yeah, it's wow. the experience. So I, you know, they could probably do multiple uh, and get away with it because again, you're not just not going to get that many people. You'll get people, but you're not going to get that many people at least stateside. There, you go. I'm going to travel all the way to London. Now you get a lot of people in Europe that are Star Wars fans that are that are going to be there, which will be yes. again, it's great. I'm sure they have a huge fan base in Europe, but um. A lot of people in South America, a lot of people in, yeah, man. in uh, you know, Africa, there are Star Wars Asia. fans. Huh? Yeah, Asian. Asia, there are Star Wars fans, um, you know, that are going to travel regardless. So Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's so it'll be in London. It's going to be in London next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, what I will say, I do not feel bad for all the, uh, all those West Coast content creators that now. Yeah, no, plus. no, I do not. All the people in LA, all the people um, in LA just get to wake up, you roll out of bed. Yeah, like, hey, I guess I'm going to celebration today. No, I'm going to go to a red carpet premiere this weekend. Just, just yeah, because, because oh, San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to D23. You know, oh, they, oh, they complain. They're like, oh, I got to make the, the the two hour drive to San Diego. Oh my gosh. Oh, I know, right? Are you kidding me? Why can't they just move to LA? I'm like, Shut up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so so no, I do not, I do not feel for those people. Um, like, look, if you look, if you if you really you really down to make the content, you can go out to London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that'll be interesting. We'll see. I'm gonna try to make it out there, man. I'm gonna try to make it out there. See if we'll see if I can see celebration. It'll be weird. My my first celebration in London, you know. But it'll be it is what it is. So I'm gonna try. You know. So we'll see. Um, you know, hopefully I'll be able to bring the experience back, back to new, back to new generation, of course. So we'll be able to give you guys a scoop on Star Wars celebration, uh, you know, and I guess on London as well as an ancillary scoop, what's going on in London. Um, but we'll see, of course, how the world is if, you know, things are not burning, um, you know, COVID isn't on fire and all this other craziness going on in the world right now. Um, but, uh. But yeah, so that's exciting. So next year, London, Star Wars Celebration. Um, we'll see how it is. We'll see how it goes. I think we're going to get a lot of announcements. I That's what my bold prediction, if there, I were to give a bold prediction, a lot of announcements in next year, London. There's a lot of stuff they didn't talk about, man. I was no movie stuff, stuff for the most part. And I mean, even something like Lando, like, they, didn't, they didn't say anything. They didn't even broach it. I think we're going to get a lot of stuff. Glover may make an appearance, you know, um, uh, I think, uh, you know, Feige, Patty Jenkins, you yes. know, I think we're going to get a lot of people at that celebration that are going to announce a lot of things. And I think it's going to be a very, very special Star Wars celebration. 
It's a bold prediction. They're going to get a lot of stuff. Uh, new seasons of various Ahsoka Season 2, whatever Season 2, you know, Season 3, etc. We're going to get a lot of cool stuff, I think. Yeah, I mean, Ahsoka is supposed to be... We, they confirmed it's coming out next year. Yeah. Um, and we know they're they're making a, a an Andor Season 2. Yes, they did confirm that as well. Yep. And so Ahsoka will be sort of like Obi-Wan at this point. You know, like they will probably have seen trailers and yeah it'll be coming out probably that spring or summer so um Hayden Christensen will probably be back you know doing the rounds but for Ahsoka this time yes yeah exactly um so yeah this this is gonna be that celebration I think is gonna be very very special um so we will be on the lookout for that. Um, I think that is a good place to wrap. Um, I think we pretty much we pretty much hit everything. Um, again, please ch- do check out Geeking Out Over Star Wars as well. Um, again, me and Zach are going to break down the High Republic stuff if you're into the High Republic. Um, and we'll break down Celebration there as well. So you'll have that to look forward to as well. Um, but again, man, this was celebration. It was a great celebration. Um, always looking forward to, to, to the celebration. Always a ton of news. Uh, you know, a ton of cool things just to look forward to as a Star Wars fan. So much content. You know, as much as many things as we have to complain about as Star Wars fans, we're just glad we're getting more Star Wars. There were years, decades, of course, plenty of people, and there's nothing except EU stuff um, that George just didn't acknowledge, basically. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it's so, so much content, you know, so it's really, really, really cool. Um, but that'll do it for this show. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Samari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.